I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. It's time for the pop culture connoisseurs, a gal and a gay podcast with Kitty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. And Nick. He's the gay of my dreams. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about me? You're not in it. Those bitches. Welcome to episode 192 of A Gal and a Gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. I'm Mick. And I'm Kitty. Thank you for joining us. And in this episode, we kind of have a, a mix, um, mix mash. That's a word, right? Mix mash? Sure. <laughs> Did I make it up? Anyway, well, it'll be a little bit of word. everything. Yeah. Though they are words, but put together, I don't know if they're the phrase I was looking for. Well, it's necessarily. close. I think, right? I don't know. Sure, it sounds yeah. right. Well, you know what? I'm having a bourbon renewal right now, and it sounds oh, Bourbon renewal, so fancy. Did you make that, or did your husband make that? <laughs> you know I'm not the bartender. <laughs> I am not the bartender. It's fancy in your little champagne glass. It's really cute. I know. I don't think it's a champagne glass, but we're not going to tell him. No, I don't no. think so. <laughs> coop? A coop? A coop. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he doesn't listen, so he'll never know. But I think it's a coupe glass. No, I, I don't. I don't know the words. Coupe. Or... It's a coupe. Oh, coupe glass. You. I am I learning things. That. Maybe I could be a bartender. Maybe you could. <laughs> well, I just maybe. always thought those were because you see those in movies. I've never actually drank from one of those. <laughs> I've seen those in movies. I always thought they were like. Really, we didn't. He hasn't made anything for you like that in that. I thought. I mean, one time we've been friends for a long time <laughs> yeah i mean a lot <laughs> so, you know it's been like 12 years i know it's been a really like crazy and neither time. one of us can do math so <laughs> take that in but i think i think 12 my poor dog knock on wood he's 15 I but for i know probably about the last 10 years i thought he's 10 or 15 so i don't know mm. <laughs> So he's but. about 45 now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so um, so we have a few things to go over, a mix mash, whatever that is. Uh, uh, we have some, some fun holiday type mm -hmm. uh, stuff to talk about with Holiday, which on Netflix, which I watched. We both watched The Happiest Season. Yes. Uh, and then also today... I learned about this music video, this holiday music video from Todrick Hall. And I didn't know much about him uh, called either. Bells, Bows, Gifts, Trees. And it is fantastic. Right. Fantastic. So uh, we'll let you listen to a little bit of it uh, later on in the show. And then oh, yeah. we'll also Talk share it. it. Yeah. Share it on our Facebook yeah. page so you can watch it Absolutely. as well. Um. But first, we should really talk about the big news of this week in the entertainment world, especially the movie going world, is um, Warner Brothers um, deciding to put all of its 2021 releases on HBO Max as well as in theaters. Um, but I mean, these are some big movies like um, Wonder Woman is the first one is coming out in December on, on Christmas Day, um, but like Dune and other these really huge movies that are going to go to streaming alongside um, uh, the movie theater, which is 
in our pandemic world, especially in America, um, it is kind of what you have to do, I think. But I see the good points, the parts of it, but it's so such terrible news for movie theaters and, and especially independently owned movie theaters. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because these are big blockbusters. These are the movies that you want to see on the big screen. Right. This new Suicide Squad, Dune, Matrix 4, Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman has been getting great early yes, reviews. It has. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to watch that. But yeah, I mean, I understand why why the WB is trying, like why Warner Brothers is trying this because who knows when it's actually going to be safe to go back to movie theaters. I mean, there's in, in the US because I know that I... As someone who's high risk, I'm not going to feel safe until I get vaccinated and or a good chunk of the country is vaccinated, you know, so it's going to be summer, maybe I don't know who knows, uh, but you know it's I understand why they're doing this, um, but you know I do too, but I, I feel like now I we're just never ha- going to go we're never going to go back right that's now- what I'm afraid of. I don't want this to be the norm. I love going to movie theaters um, and I, I like the option of watching them at home, but like big movies, if I could, I would go watch Wonder Woman on the big screen, but you know, it's just, it's just, you know, it just sucks. Just another, just another sucky thing about this pandemic. Yeah. I just don't understand why they can't hold some of these movies because right now there aren't a lot of movies in production uh, and if they are, it, it's taking them longer to shoot and produce because they're in these production bubbles, which take even longer because of the of the precautions and things like that, which are which are a great thing. But again, like I feel like people are going to be like, oh, I can just watch it on streaming. I don't have to go in. I don't have right. to experience. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's banking on the fact that more people are going to sign up for HBO Max because you have to have HBO Max for this. Um, they're not doing free trials anymore, none of that. So there's none of this. You sign up, you know, for a week, you watch something and then you, you know, don't you know, continue subscribing. So I imagine that's what they're hoping for. And, you know, it's important. I mean, it is, the movies are also like, the movies are only going to be on streaming for a month, I think, oh, on their respective release dates before they're taken off again. So it's like a sort of short-lived, but and they'll also be in the movie theaters. I don't know, it's it's an interesting thing. I feel like, <clears throat> I mean, they're one of the first major studios, I think, to try this. I mean, Disney tried it with uh, Mulan and stuff, but in, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. And of course they're saying the the CEO and Sarnoff was saying in a in the statement that they released was this was a just a unique one year plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're saying that now until right. you realize that it works, and it's like okay, so they're only going to be on there a month. But here's the thing: once Wonder Woman's off, the next one's going to be released, and then the next one's going to be released. So they are never going to let more than a month pass before the next new release. And again, it's and it's all about getting subscribers. And here's the thing: they're cutting out the theaters, so they're going to make more money, right? And right. I, and I could, I think I could be. And again, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch Wonder Woman right. on I'm HBO watch Max. It. Exactly. Exactly. But here's the thing: what I think they should be doing, and I'm not. I can't believe they they're not doing it because they make more money. 
is, okay, so HBO Max is $15 a month or whatever it is. But if you're going to watch one of these feature films, really what they should be doing is then they should be charging $25 to watch it. Yeah. Every time you watch it. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done it that way. Um, because yeah. I mean, even with like when Disney released Milan and I think uh, another movie, but like that was a premium thing you had to pay for. That was like 20 bucks to rent it. So I, it's interesting that they're doing it like you just have to buy a subscription, which I think is awesome, you know, as a consumer. Um, but yeah, it's like, I just, it's just interesting. Like, you can't tell me that if this does well for you, that you're not going to continue doing this once movie theaters are back, back and, you know, open and stuff. So this is basically a trial run, I think, you know, they're, I don't know. It's just really yeah. interesting and, you know, sad. Absolutely. I well, and I will, but yeah. Well, and I don't, again, I always do this, but I'm really trying not to go down the Star Wars rabbit hole. <laughs> but when you have TV shows that are better than the movies. Yeah. Right. Right. I. Yeah. No, I get you. I would rather watch these TV shows because right now TV's where it's at. The right. streaming is where it's at. Um, I don't know. It's. It's terrible for the local theaters. And and we aren't talking AMC, which it's bad right. for them too. I mean, people will lose their jobs, but we're also talking about the small theaters like Screenland here right. in the city. And I know right. there are, are many in Austin. Alamo um, Draft House, which is, yeah. you know, it's a chain, but it's a smaller chain. And it's bait. And like, there's one here in my town, New Braunfels. Um, it's a smaller town, but it's my favorite theater, but it's been closed this whole time, you know? And so it's just... And it's not like it can go anyway. It's just like, I, I will hate it if it, that place closes, you know? There's a, and there's a really great one in Kansas City, Alamo Draft House too. So, you know, yeah. it just sucks, you know? Like because it's, they, they, they don't make, the theaters don't make any money, huge money off of those ticket sales. They make it off of their concessions. And, you know, if you have a lot of people coming in and buying snacks, that's how they survive. It just, God, it just really sucks. It does. And the fact that this has lasted so long, if this had only lasted a couple of months and our government was able to, and again, we don't want to go down that road too far, but, uh, but if we were able to, to take right. care of, of, uh, of our small right. businesses, right. people, the people, small businesses and people, yeah, we would be doing much better. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, I know that there is a petition out there, like a, and a call to um, get Congress to help fund, especially small uh, theaters, uh, but lots of different entertainment venues are struggling. Um, and it just sucks that there's all these great businesses that may not survive because our government has failed. So anyway. Okay, well, <laughs> we can, we've, we've set our piece, I think, for the most part about like, that's the thing. It's like there's, just, there's great things about this as a consumer. Like I like the idea of being able to watch some stuff from home, but not everything. But I just, I just feel like this is going to change movie going for the worse, you know? So that's the, that's that scares me as a movie lover. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is right now. I don't know either. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to what we have been watching. You have actually gone back and started watching uh, an a, an animated favorite. Yes, Bob's Burgers. 
um i started watching it for real like i've seen episodes here and there but i've never actually sat down and watched it and i just started watching it on a whim um it's kind of like what i watch while i'm eating dinner i don't know it's just like a nice light thing to to like pay attention to but it's so funny um i mean all the characters are great but i think louise is my favorite christian shawl is so funny it like just some of the stuff she says in the way she said it just kills me um so yeah, it's just it's really funny, and I oh. just didn't realize how long how long it's been on. It's been on for like almost ten years, I think. So yeah, well, and I mean the women on this show are well, the women characters, some of them are voiced by men. So, uh, but they are just so funny. And Megan Mullally is on all yes. the time. I can uh, always Linda's... yeah. <laughs> and she voices m- multiple characters. Uh, multiple characters. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh. And their their holiday episodes are some of my absolute favorites. Mm. Yeah, it's it's just it's just such a good show. So, um... yeah, it is one of those. It's really easy to watch. It's funny. You don't have to be paying attention the whole time, but you you do get sucked in, right? So I uh, yeah so but so it's like it's just one of those I like I'll watch a few episodes at a time and I'll turn it turn it on like when I just it's just something nice and funny to to like watch sometimes you know sometimes you don't want to dive into anything heavy so I just turn mm. that on and now I've also been going back and watching some of the old Simpsons too so um, oh yeah I mean how many seasons. 30, 30, 30, some 31, 31 or 32. So yeah, but I'm like this. So I grew up with the Simpsons, but so like, you know, from late eighties to mid nineties is probably my, is my sweet spot for me, especially like the early nineties ones. So like seasons like three through I want to say 10 are like the ones I grew up with and I just like obsessively watched. And so like, I just remember them and I can quote like, it's just, so it's just a nice like trip down memory lane when I watched those a lot. So, and they're still funny, great jokes. (laughs) They really are. They're very good at uh, staying very current and predicting things and the hell that we uh, have gone through. (laughs) It is pretty pretty crazy. I will say I'm that old. I can remember the Simpsons uh, debuting because we only, we didn't have cable. We only had, you know, um, an, a big antenna because we lived out in the country. And I remember when we heard that this new, because we could only really get one channel, uh, the CBS station in really good. And the other ones came in okay, but, and we only had three stations. Well, besides PBS. Um, and I remember like, find like hearing about we're going to have another station we can watch and it's just like what and then the simpson you know it was just such a right. fun fun show and yeah i remember um getting yeah, excited I, about it's a I cartoon and that i think it debuted in 88 or 89 89 so i was like 89 five yeah. or six i was six <laughs> then um and I remember watching it when I was, you know, six years old, but we watched it as a family. And it's just, it's so weird to me because I have friends who are my age who are like, my parents didn't let me watch The Simpsons. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched it so much. Like, it's, it's just yeah. kind of crazy. Um, but I, had I like know the it little, was. 
Yep, little Simpson figures and all that. And and the first one of my first CDs was one of the Sim was released like Bart music Bart did and stuff. Uh, I still have it someplace. I need it's to find awesome. That. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. But I really I think about this a lot. But I do think that the Simpsons had a big impact on my humor, my sense of humor. Like it definitely shaped what I find funny um in that sort of thing so it's just kind of you know I look back and I'm like this is this is was the birth of my sense of humor absolutely it's just and even before I really realized it you know so that makes sense yeah hmm. mm-hmm. well that's where your great sense of humor comes from that <laughs> <That's> great <laughs> <laughs> well and Bob's Burgers is kind of a, in that same same vein it's definitely too. in that vein it, you know it's kind of silly uh smart you know smart jokes you know just like just like stuff like that you know just and just really funny performances just there was one episode in the first season where like there's this like this like he's like a vegan and he's making a documentary and he's st- and he's like tormenting bob about being a burger place and they have this cow but like every once in a while Louise would just scream at her dad that he's a murderer and it was so funny she would just scream murderer god it just killed me anyway Christian Shaw is amazing I and I miss um last man on earth because she was on that I I really wish they would have we would have gotten at least a final season on that because I love to have known really where they were going because we at that season finale, which ended up being the series finale, we ran into a whole group of people. So I know. So it's such a bummer. I should go back and watch that. I think I will probably. Yeah. We've been watching Happy Endings, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh my Always. God. And Veep. Veep. We've been going back. I've never finished Veep, um, but just, just fantastic. You know, as we're talking about Veep, we should talk about the happiest season. We should get into that because there's so many Veep alum who are who actually wrote and directed uh, that film. Uh, Clay, Clea, I think it's Clea Duvall, um, who I remember from The Faculty uh, in the '90s. That mo- movie, right? Yeah, the movie. Yeah, The Faculty with oh, Josh. Yeah, because that was kind of a horror movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a horror movie. Yeah. But it was like they there was a bunch of those kinds of movies that came out in like the late 90s, like these teenage horror movies. And that was one of them. And she was in that. And I just remember her from that. But she huh. uh, wrote and directed, co-wrote and directed this. Um, and then Mary Holland, I think her name is. Um, she was on Veep. She played Jonah's wife, I think, or girlfriend eventually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Anyway, oh there's my a gosh. Lot of yes, she's so funny. She's so funny. Cow. Yes. And she yeah. played one of the sisters in the happiest season. Um, but like there's just so many people on that show that were on Veep in some capacity. Um, anyway, that was my segue. Uh, but let's talk about okay. the happy season. Okay. Am- so so before we get into it, let's listen to uh the trailer oh, okay. uh, for the happiest season. Okay, here you go. I just woke up thinking about going home with you and got very excited about Christmas. I get to go meet the people that made my favorite person. I'll always take December away. 
Abby, you and Harper have a perfect relationship. She is my person, and I really want everyone to know that. I want to marry her. What are you doing on your phone? I left a gentleman alone in my apartment, so I'm tracking him to make sure he leaves. You're tracking him? Yeah, I track everybody. If the NSA can do it, so can I. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm finally going to meet everyone. There's something that we should talk about. I didn't tell my parents I'm gay. So who do they think I am? This is Harper's orphan friend, Abby. Yes, of course. They're there. You're so brave. You don't need to be. I cannot believe I've got all my daughters under one roof. So her parents believe their straight daughter brought home her lesbian friend for Christmas? Not exactly. They also think that I'm straight. Have they ever met a lesbian? This is why I avoid Christmas. It brings out the worst in everything. I've always skated circles around you. <laughs> I love it when they do this. You're such a cheater! Makes it so fun. No way! Just be yourself. But don't lie. You're a very bad liar. Riley! Harper. This is Abby. Abby is my orphan roommate. We, I am an orphan, but we live together as friends. Um, like acquaintances. Oh, please stop. Yeah. I can relate to being in love with somebody that is too afraid to show the world who they are. What are you doing in the closet? I'm here to rescue you. Are you the ex-boyfriend? Yes, I am very sexually attracted to her. Mm. A female. I nailed that, and she is fabulous. Do you know how painful it's been to watch the person that I love hide me? I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Everybody's story is different. Just because Harper isn't ready doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Abby, honey, are you okay? Huh? Morning. I'm sorry about all this mess. Morning, kids. Morning. Honey, I'm headed to the office. Have a good day. You know I will. All right, there you go. So um, I watched it last night uh, and I really and really enjoyed it. I really, it's a, like, it was a nice rom-com. Um, I, I loved Kristen Stewart in this. I thought she was so good. <laughs> like, I and likable. Like she's likable, like, relatable. I, you know, I haven't seen every movie she's been in, but like this one, I just felt like she felt like a real person, you know, like. Um, so I was really just like really impressed with her in this and, um, you know, it's got a great, great cast. So many people, um, Aubrey Plaza, um, Mackenzie. Who is always Davis. just great. So great. Oh yeah, Mackenzie Davis, who was in the new Terminator movie, which obviously flopped and they're not doing any more of them. She's also in the San Jernip, Jun, Jun, there's a really famous uh popular episode of the black mirror san junipero or something oh my gosh that was that a great really episode good. um i forgot about that and she's really tall yeah she is really tall um but like uh, victor garber and mary steam version and um just a lot of really other great people oh, um allison brie gosh anna gastire shows up in this mm-hmm. yeah mary steam virgin it was just, just, a, just a treasure. She's a treasure. Like really, I think every time she just pops up, I'm like, I didn't even know she was in this movie. And she just so great. It's just like, I really just need to look at her IMDb and see what she's in. So then I know just 
just skip through all of it and i know that it's going to be enjoyable and Ten dancing together or Ted dancing, oh, Ted dancing. Are, are are amazing. Um, just they're just great people. I just love them. Um, it's kind of like Tom Hanks anyway, and Rita Wilson. Just, it was just a nice little. Yes, absolutely. It's just a, it was, but the movie itself was just it. It was a nice, uh, gay rom com. You know, um, I felt like it. It was a little hallmarky at points, but also I think it dealt with some really good stuff. And can't forget about Daniel uh, Levy, who was also in this and played the best friend. And um, yeah, it was just really good. I really, really liked um, Kristen Stewart's character and Aubrey Plaza's character together. And I thought their chemistry was really good. Like, like I, was, I, I went on, I went online and read some stuff and a lot of people were rooting for that to happen. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's way better than <laughs> her girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because the girlfriend played by uh, Mackenzie Davis burned her in high school. Yeah. And it's just like, like I, I thought all, I really like, thought it was going was to flip. That, right. If I was in that situation, I don't know how much of that I would put up with. Like I, like I'm not gay. But I like, I'm like, how do you, how, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could put myself through that, you know, like, I don't understand what it's like to be closeted. And I imagine it's very, very hard. And I do like that they, you know, they talk about the struggles people go through for that. Um, But, you know, just like, God, like how much of that would you actually put up with, you know? Yeah. It is interesting. The chemistry was really, there was a spark between the two of them, which. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I thought that initial meeting was the last we were going to, like, I I figured, I mean, they cast Audrey Plaza, like, we're going to see her again, but I thought it was going to be in group settings or whatever. But then, spoiler alert, they spent more time, just the two of them, and I'm like, oh, my husband and I were like, this isn't going to be a Hallmark movie. I think we're going down this road. And I'm like, not so too. I was like, well that's good. Maybe that's the way to kind of break up the, um, break the, the format. Uh, And that would have been amazing if they had, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and it did happen in on a happy note, which is nice, but I kind of wish that it hadn't, you know, like I wish it had gone a different direction. Um, But you know, it is, it is a holiday rom-com. So um, but yeah, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's a nice, enjoyable film. I really liked it. So, yeah. yeah. But I will say, like these, because I've been watching a lot more of these holiday rom coms, and I've never had before until this year. And this format needs broken. Absolutely. Needs broken. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that would have been one way to do it. Um, <laughs> I still haven't watched The Christmas House yet. That's the one I with haven't. Jonathan Bennett. Yeah, uh, but I'm we're gonna watch it even if we have to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> but so this kind of goes into the next holiday rom com we just watched last night. <sighs> okay, so before we play the trailer, I'll just tell you, I'll just kind of give you a little bit of a background. So this is one of Netflix's top performing movies right now. Really? And I, the old, yeah, it's number I six. I didn't know it was that popular. Oh, yeah. And the only reason, believe me, the only reason is because it's the holidays. 
the all yeah. the only this has to be the only reason and i love emma roberts i love her i love her as Ma- i mean i fell in love with her as madison on coven yeah uh but this one it, it's an interesting mixed bag but here uh let's take a let's take a listen to the trailer for holidays we are right on target for q3 and i'm sorry can i uh, call you back mom i'm working that's what you wear to work i want you to meet someone this is a doctor and he's single she's much prettier with makeup i'm wearing makeup i am done casually dating on the holidays there's way too much pressure it's ridiculous Try being the only single person left in your family. Rodney said you didn't call him. You didn't call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Because I already have a boyfriend. Isn't he great? He's my holiday. What? I date solely for the holiday. No commitment. That's what I need for New Year's Eve. We can be each other's holidays. Come on. Friends with benefits never work. So let's make it official. Non-sexual holidays from now on. This is great. Avoid this stupid pressure and all the judgment. Happy Easter, my little bunnies. I want you to find someone who has real potential. Not this holiday crap like your aunt. She seems like she's having fun. She's gonna die alone in a wheelchair and a diaper. Holiday rule number three, leave no holiday behind. No hands touched. Just protection? You like him. He likes you. These are not real problems. I can't just like him, like him until I know for sure that he likes me, likes me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Maybe this holiday thing will turn into something. Why is everyone so suspicious of a happy single woman? You look really sad. Human beings aren't meant to be alone on the holidays. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody drops baby on her head. Okay, so I'll start off with the positives for this movie. Uh, it, it doesn't break, it definitely doesn't break the format, but I will say there's a lot more swearing in this one than I expected. But again, Emma Roberts is, ve- I mean, she plays sharp, vulgar very well. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely, though, this is definitely not her character from Coven, which would have been even amazing, that would have been amazing if it had been. Uh, both of the the leads from Emma Roberts and also um, Luke Bracy, who played Cobra Commander in the uh, GI Joe film, uh, which I went. And did oh, a little, I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, no reason to watch it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's been in a few <laughs> things, but he's not been like he's not really broken out. Uh, which I don't know why he's, he's pretty good. I, I mean, I will say I, I liked him. I just didn't like the movie. Like it was, and it was again, vulgar. I was going to say that it's not getting the best reviews. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, there, 
I mean, they're not really spoiler alert, but maybe if you're going to watch it, uh, there is talk about a blowjob and someone coming in someone's mouth in this movie. Wow. <laughs> and that's within the first 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. Definitely not your traditional holiday movie. Thing. No, which again, like starting out, I'm like, okay, well, hey, I think yeah. you got my attention. Like this is going to be, you know, not your typical, and it wasn't, it definitely wasn't your typical holiday movie, but it wasn't like breaking the format. Um, it, it went on, let me look here how, exactly how long it is because it felt like it went on for three or four hours. Um, it, One it hour, 43 though. minutes. What? It was only an hour and 33. 43. It should have been an hour. I'm not kidding. They could have, they could have, if they had tightened it up and made it, I mean, maybe they could have squeezed, uh, no, one, one hour. They could have cut out 45 minutes. Um, Got 6.1 stars on, on IMDb, which is. I mean. It was all right, I guess. I don't recommend it. I don't want to see it again. And again, I love Emma Roberts, but and Kristen, uh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. and she is raunchy in this too. So again, like all those elements were there, but it's just, it just didn't work. Like there were at points, the the woman, and I will say woman. Uh, so. Kristen Chenoweth was her aunt. And the other, uh, who is it? Jessica Capshaw? She, they made it. Oh, she's from Columbia, Missouri. Um, she seemed really old in it. And she's supposed to be Emma Roberts' sister, Abby. But she seemed real old. Like she could have been the mother. I'm not kidding. <laughs> But it was interesting. I don't know. They made her real old. But it just, I don't know. It just, I, ugh. Well. Yeah, it was it. disappointing. <laughs> very, very disappointing. I really wasn't interested in watching it. And I mean, I honestly didn't know much about it um, until I started seeing people talk about it online. Um, and, you know, people had uh, thoughts too. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they, um, I think it, didn't it come out like early November? Like it was out early. Uh, and I was just like, oh, they're really trying to, you know, take advantage of the the Christmas. I know it came out the 25th. It feels like it's been out forever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah, I really wanted it to be a lot better than than it was. Um, but anyway, so let's move on to a great holiday experience, uh, in the form of a music oh. video that I learned about through TikTok. Uh, so one of, one of the people I followed, they ended up being a backup dancer for Todrick Hall's new music video to Bells, Bows, Gifts, Trees. And I, again, just on TikTok, so I only got about 10 seconds and it was like the first 10 or 15 seconds. And I was like, this is going to make up for 2020. This really is. Yeah, 
Like, yeah, <laughs> I definitely okay. see that for sure. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't heard it, we're gonna play uh, a little bit of of the song. Here we go. Bells, bows, gifts, trees, snow, men, snow, skis, squeezing down chimneys, Santa's thick, three seas, ice skates, cold mist, mistletoe, get kissed, no mask, naughty list, who, bill, who, this, rumble, bum, bum, get an ugly sweater, sugar, plum, plum, this is yuletide weather, all the reindeer in the sleigh is loaded, all I want for Christmas is a cure for COVID, girl, what did that girl just say, girl? Girl, I don't dance, I prance. prance. I don't sled, I slay. slay. I don't stop, I shop, shop, shop till Christmas Day. Okay. And then I trim the tree. Yep. It's the three wise men for me. Right. Home Alone is on TV. Three. So I'ma let you see. What you gonna let them see? My bells, bows, gifts, trees, bells, bows, gifts, trees, bells, bows, gifts, trees, bells, bows, gifts, trees. Bells, bows, gifts, trees, bells, bows, gifts, trees, bells, bows, gifts, trees. And that is our gift to you this holiday season. I, my mind is blown. The and and again, we we chatted about this a little bit before the podcast because I wanted to show you this music video. Watched it, you know, right before we did this uh, for the first time, and it was amazing. It's so fun and campy and and festive and silly it's just it's just fun um and super gay like you told me um and it's just really funny it's just it's just it's just a joy it's a joy um and like we were talking about the talent involved in this like the dancing's amazing and it's just it's just fun it's just so much fun and and fun to watch so and they did take COVID precautions. So when you watch the music video on our on our Facebook page, you will see. And if you listen to the very end, uh, Todrick explains that everyone was tested for COVID. They did their whole production a lot. And we've, we've mentioned this a few times about how productions now, they you kind of go into a production bubble right. before the actual production. And, uh, and a lot of times, so it makes sense. So they probably did this two weeks out, which... That means there were rehearsals and things like that, which you're already doing a couple mm-hmm. weeks before the production. So it just means they were probably quarantined or whatever. And the NBA is doing it, right. you know, a lot of. And I'm sure they do like daily testing and, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. So, um, yeah. So, But well worth it. Well worth it. So good. It. Like, I love the dancing. The dancing is like just top notch, like, and just fun. And, and whole like rocket thing and it's just uh it's adorable and did you see those heels those heels Holy they're cool. all doing it in these huge heels i know oh, i incredible. have re- tremendous respect for anybody who can do anything like that in, in high heels like high high heels so uh just it was just it's just a lot of fun and it's definitely an earworm i think it's going to be in my head now <laughs> I'm gonna send it to my sister and my niece, who is a dancer, um, just because I want them. I'm gonna spread joy. You need to see this. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess uh, we were reading as well that it's kind of a remix, so a revamp right. <laughs> Christmas holiday edition of his hit from 2019 called um, uh, "Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels." So it's kind of his take 
uh, on that. So, and he's besties with Taylor Swift. Right. I fell in love with Taylor Swift this year. Uh, I always enjoyed some of her her music. I really liked it. But there was a documentary that came out, which was fantastic. She stood up for her political beliefs. Right. I really appreciated. And her new album. Folklore is amazing. <laughs> is it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. She, you know, like I said, I, we, I think we've talked about this before, but like she gets so much shit just for no reason. You know, she was a teenager when she started, but she has grown into such a great artist and just like, she's a great lyricist. And it's just, you know, like I don't, people still give her crap, but she is great. So, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that she's, you know, um, coming into her own. She's in her thirties now. So she's just, it's just, you know. Yeah. She's still got a lot of music to give. Right. She is, she is so talented. It's amazing. So. Okay. So bells, bows, gifts, trees, highly recommend also <laughs> a Holly Dolly Christmas. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. Love Dolly Parton. So good. Uh, and I did watch, so you don't, you don't have to cat, uh, kitty. <laughs> Um, Mariah Carey's Christmas special on Apple Plus with Billy Eichner. He is kind of the oh. Christmas elf host. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like it? they should have put a little bit more into, into the storyline, but Tiffany Haddish uh, is the narrator. Billy is the elf that's getting Mariah to Santa kind of thing. Uh, and you have Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande doing uh, doing a, a mix of one of her Christmas songs together. It's fun. It's just huh. the stories in between that I feel like they could have been a little bit strong, written stronger. Do we think um, thrown together pretty quickly? <laughs> yes. And actually, Bed Midler's in it a little bit. That's in it. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is in it. Um, So there's these little things that it's just, it's in the the music is obviously great and the production value is great. And again, this is during COVID and some of it I know is green screened. I don't think it's as, as obvious to people who maybe don't pay attention so closely to production like we do. She was definitely not singing with Ariana and Hudson on stage, but I feel like they were still singing at the exact same time, probably. And maybe they were nearby each other uh, because they're, I mean, they're looking at, I mean, she's looking at like it all hit right. Um, But it's a, it's a good, yeah, it's, it, it's enjoyable. I just wish some of the little bits in between uh, they could have just either nixed them or they could have been written way, way, way better. And I feel like it was a parts that some of it Billy was in, and I know he's so good, he's so but good. I don't think he wrote it. Probably not, no. And he might not even have been there. I mean, he's a huge Mariah Carey fan. Um, but yeah, and Snoop Dogg shows up, Jermaine, you know, a couple biggies, and her kids are in it. They're pretty cute. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to yeah. know. Yeah. And she still has it. Her and her singing. I know that uh, two years ago or whatever, she got a lot of flack for lip syncing the Christmas thing. But oh, yeah, as we know, like a lot of the performers you have to and things like that when it's, you're outside. And when it's like because it was New Year's Eve, wasn't it? So it's like, yeah, 
10 degrees in New York or whatever that she was. So yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're going to be lip syncing. Mm -hmm. so, anyway. But yeah. it, it's good. It's cute. And it's only 43 minutes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, but anyway, I uh, just want to throw those out there. And what else? I think that's it. And and pay attention to our next uh, next podcast. We will have an opportunity for you guys to watch uh, a new film yes. uh, with Margot Robbie for free. Yes. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, happy holidays. We'll be yeah, back before. You, yeah, you got. Uh, we got lots. We talked about lots of holiday stuff, and there's still time. So, enjoy yourselves. Yeah. And if you guys see any new holiday movies, uh, let us know. We want to know what others we can watch. And let us and also let us know which ones to stay the hell away from as well. Because <laughs> there's a lot of them out there and a lot of them are not great um, because they are done very quickly and cheaply. Um, but especially those Harmonk movies, I think. But, uh, you know, there is a place for them in the world, um, especially around the holidays, because sometimes you just want to watch something mindless. Um, and that's yeah. that's okay. So absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, well, don't forget to follow us and, and watch that Todrick Hall video on our Facebook. Yeah, go to our Facebook page at a gal and a gay um on Facebook. And you can follow us and like us. And yeah, and you'll also eventually we have some giveaways sometimes. So yeah, it's a good idea to follow us. So until next time. All right. Thanks guys for listening. Bye. -bye.